Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I made a detour out of the game when I was hustling crack. Made a couple of dollars, made a little bit of change, never looked back. You can find me at the shooting range practicing busting gaps. Want a vocal booth in this Disnudio, busting raps. With some gold on my body, off my body, off colors Rossi, I'm sloppy. I treat my luxury scraper like a Bugatti, Lottie, Dotty. She like to party off Molly, but Cardi let her get naughty. A hottie up in the lobby, she style. She said, Fody Water. Well, you about to Ladies be, and gentlemen, me, welcome me, back to the tailgate. That one was better. I already did an intro and it sucked. I felt like I didn't have enough energy, but we are here with the energy. I'm back with Kiernan. We win 0% on our picks last week, so we only picked one game, and we all picked Army. But Kiernan, how are you doing, bud? Peachy. Absolutely peachy. We've got the college football coming up. We've got the holidays. I'm changing jobs. It's all good. Love to hear it. He's not leaving this job. He will still be recording the oh, podcast. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. My, my real, real day job that earns me an income. That one. Yes. That one. Um. Well, it's early signing day. We're not going to talk about a bunch of recruiting. Uh, we're not really a recruiting podcast. We should probably work on that a little more next year. But I didn't really think of it until today. So I, had, I have a job now, so I don't have time to just look up every single fucking recruit like I would want to. But the biggest story from early signing day, is the number one recruit on most sites. I saw ESPN had him at two. Everywhere else had him at one. Travis Hunter flipped from Florida State to Jackson State of the of FCS, where primetime coaches. Ken, what, were, what was your reaction to this? Because everyone was shocked. My reaction to this uh, was initially shock just because like you're going from an fbs to an fcs which is one thing but then i i i kind of i'm almost happy for him and happy for the guy because it proves that a deshaun uh deon sanders i almost said deshaun jackson deon sanders is a great coach and he's and he's energetic and he he can get guys like he can get his team pumped up. I mean, they're eleven and one on the season. Uh, he can he can clearly do a good enough job 
at, you know, at the FCS level, whether that translates to future coaching stuff for him, I don't know. But as of right now, I think it's great because now everybody's going to be looking uh, next year at, at Jackson State and everyone's going to be like, all right, you got the number one recruit. What can you do with them? Let's see it. Some of the crazy shit about this was it. he's a two-way player and they just have a number one. But I read some stuff. If he was either a, just a cornerback or just a wide receiver, he still would have been number one. Oh, yeah. That's how talented at both. Not like right. number one overall, but like a wide or, or something. Like, yeah. that. this kid is crazy athletic. But this move has had some controversy. Uh, the other day, Deion Sanders was on a Barstool show because he still does stuff with Barstool. And he said, I can't talk about them, but we have some news tomorrow that will shake up college football and a lot of people are going to be surprised. That's not the controversy. Right after he announced his commitment, there were rumors that Barstool had signed him to an NIL deal worth millions of dollars. People are mad about this. Uh, Dabo Sweeney is one of the people mad at it, but Dabo Sweeney's pissed about everything. I saw something that's like, I used to laugh at Bama fans not wanting him when Saban retires, but now I get it. The game has passed him by already. What Which is a comment is that? It's not wrong. Dabo Sweeney doesn't understand the modern day college football. Because cultural now is different than what was three years ago. He doesn't right. really understand it and he won't use it to his benefit. He will not go after guys in the transfer portal. He's not looking for guys who want to capitalize on NIL deals. And that's where the good players are at right now. But anyway, that's this was the point of like the transfer portal, the NIL deals, even the playing field a little bit more. Yeah. Who gives a shit if this dude decides to go to Jackson State to get $2 million or whatever from Dave Portnoy? It's fucking Jackson State. It's not like Alabama, an Alabama boost is like, hey, kid, if you come to Alabama, I'll give you $4 million to star in one commercial for my car dealership. <laughs> like, I, I don't get the complaints about this. Yeah, I, I mean, with the NIL and everything surrounding it, if if that was part of the deal that you'd go to Jackson State or whatever, I like, I care, you know? I want to see what he can do. Like, can he perform at a top level? Can he win uh, a championship or whatever with, with Jackson State? Then good on him. As, as far as I'm concerned, that's that's the only requirement. Yeah, and look, I understand if if this becomes a constant theme, where any even if it was kids are getting paid to go to specific schools and NIL, and NIL deals, I could see the issue there. But there's been no indication of that. Right, but I mean, I I do also understand where this is coming from. Where all you needed is one domino to fall and the rest will follow type thing. Because now that Barstool does it, anybody's going to do it. You know, anybody with a few million dollars in their back, a few hundred thousand dollars in their back pocket, fucking any money in their back pocket, will say, hey, if you go to this school, we'll get you this. Right? There, so I understand it's this, it's a slippery slope, but it's but it's as far I, as I'm concerned, it doesn't matter. But also, there's no indication that's what happened. It, there is a very good chance it was just he was talking to Barstool happened to run into Deion Sanders or catch him on a phone call, which might be a violation, not sure. And and he just decided. He also said he wants to be like Deion. He loves Deion Sanders. So it could just be 
Primetime is a great recruiter who right. happens to have the backing of a massive company that will give big NIL deals. I mean, we, yeah. we do not know. Right. And, and I mean, excuse me, <laughs> coughing here. Um, I also don't think that it's necessarily uh, a bad thing. And also, why would it be uh, a violation if they called or Deion Sanders called the kid? Uh, like, because I, because if it was part of negotiating the NIL deal, oh, I see. Uh, Deion oh, I see. Sanders cannot sorry. be a part of that. Oh, I see. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I I, I misinterpreted. I thought it was from the university standpoint, not from the no. It, NIL if, it was just standpoint. A, if it was just a recruiting call, okay, unrelated, sorry. that wouldn't be an issue unless okay. it was in the dead period. But I don't think it was. But if he had called and said, "By the way, if you sign with me, I'll get Dave Portnoy to give you two million dollars." <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, yeah, I sorry, I wasn't sure what you, you meant by that. So, I mean, I love the move, though. I think this is great for college football. And HBCUs are very important to the history of college football. Some of the best players in the game have gone to HBCUs. I mean, you have... Uh, oh, shit, why can't... Jerry Rice went to Mississippi yeah, Valley State. I couldn't, for some reason, I would blank out his name, which is bad. Also, though, I'm kind of glad that it was such a well-known athlete. So it's not just like, oh, he's just reading names off a list. Like, no, it's Jerry Race. I just yeah. forgot <laughs> his name for a second. I could have told you everything Who else about him. say, like Randy Moss or something? No, Randy Moss didn't go to an HBC. No, I, I, that wasn't my point. My point is that you forget the, a very yeah. famous No, I just couldn't remember his name <laughs> for some reason. Uh, but Deacon Jones, Walter Payton... Jackie Slater, Matthew Slater's father. He went to an HBCU. There's so many great ones. Mel Blount. And then also the one of the greatest coaches in college football history, Eddie Robinson, coach at Grambling. HBCU. It, it is so important to the game, and I love to see them kind of get these high recruits and hopefully it starts a trend. I saw a tweet, though, today. It was like, you know, if a lot of these HBCUs got funding in the 60s and 70s, they'd be Power 5 right now. Yeah. Uh, probably. Yeah, because I mean, some like some of them are really good. Uh, speaking of Grambling, though, they have a new coach. They hired Hugh Jackson of the Cle of Cleveland Browns Owen sixteen fame. Why? Why? Do they? Is there no one left? Kevin's out there. Kevin's resume has been on the NCAA's uh, table for like forever now. <laughs> They're just trying to find the right fit. Mm, that's what it is, yep. Also, I I want to go to a place that sucks, and I think Grambling's too good. <laughs> I want to well, go to a place you, where if, if I win four games, that's like it's... an accomplishment, and I will be their greatest coach of all time. Uh, it's just not the case with Grambling. They've had too many good coaches. But as <laughs> funny it is... Yeah, too much. Too much success, Grambling. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to pass. Uh... <laughs> The funniest part, though, about Hugh Jackson going to Grambling State is they offered the job to Ed Reed before, and I am so pissed that he didn't take it. Oh, yeah. I was going to say it's going to be like a, a Deion Sanders of Jackson State. Like It it, it would have been beautiful. It I, I would have loved every minute of it. Unfortunately, Ed Reed is staying at the U as their chief of staff, if he's even still doing that. 
Is Jackson State also a uh, no? Uh, excuse me. Um, does Jackson State play Grambling? I I don't. I genuinely don't know. Uh probably they probably would okay. if it was. Uh, I don't know that. about divisions though. Let me look this up uh, real quick. True. I forgot. They about are that. in the same conference. They're in the same conference. Oh, so they must play each other. Anyway, sorry, we don't we don't know about a lot of FCS schools. We're mostly focused on FBS guys. We apologize. But anyway, imagine you just see Ed Reed and Deion Sanders eyeing each other from across the, the I, uh that would be the greatest I would watch that match every year. Every year. It would be it, a thing. It wouldn't be every year, unfortunately. Life. They are oh, in true, different yeah. divisions in the swag. True. But when they played, that would be the oh. highest rated game on television. Oh, easily. Easily. It, everyone would watch that to watch Ed Reed and Prime go at each other. Yep, 100%. I, I'm really pissed now. I was yeah, even thinking that. I, I, I'm, I'm totally really, really pissed now at Ed Reed. Can we get Grambling's uh, athletic director on the phone and going, what is wrong with you? I mean, they <laughs> offered the opportunity it. of a lifetime. They offered it. I mean, Ed Reed probably just said no, which kind of yeah, sucks. True. True. So what the All fuck, right, Ed call, Reed? Yeah, now we call up Ed Reed and go, what the fuck is wrong with you? Ed, what are you doing, man? Um, Speaking, though, of uh, recruiting news, this is kind of a minor thing. Uh, Jake Johnson, number one tight end in the country, was committed to LSU. Once his brother entered the transfer portal, he decommitted. A lot of people expected uh, Max Johnson to go wherever Jake Johnson went and vice versa. Jake Johnson committed to Texas A&M today, so maybe... A&M has their, have their quarterback after Calzana trans, announced his intentions to transfer. So, minor recruiting news. Uh, Kieran, did you watch the Army-Navy game? I did. Uh, I, I watched uh, on and off again, but I did watch it. It was, uh, I liked it. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the game. The uniforms were cool, too. That helped. I enjoyed the game, but I'm disappointed that Army didn't win. Yeah, I was kind of weirded out that I was like, I was like, surely you guys can put together a better performance than that. I mean, again, it does not matter, but it, you know, I thought yeah, I thought you... Army was going to be a lot better against the three and eight Navy team. Yeah, I, I think Pat, who we had on last week, if you want to hear Pat's thoughts on the Army Navy game before the game, asked him, but he was like, "Oh, Navy celebrating a four and eight season yet, yeah, but they beat Army. That's all they give a shit about." Yeah, I mean that—that's the game. At, that's their—I don't know—playoff championship, if you will. Like it, it, they could lose every other game, but provided you beat, you know, you beat your opposing uh, academy, then that's all that matters. Yeah, like they knew they weren't going to win a national championship or even compete for one. So, yeah. but jokes on them. Army does get to com- keep the commander in chief trophy because there was a three-way tie for it, and they won it last year. Oh, interesting. So. Congrats to Army for keeping it another year. So this game did not matter. Yeah. Uh, Just fun for the Heisman. Yes, it is. It was fun for you. I also I like game day at those at the Army Mm. Navy game every year. Not that they really have a choice, but it's fun. I enjoy (laughs) it. Uh, But also on Saturday we had the Heisman ceremony. And I have a complaint. Will Anderson Jr. 
got the third most first place votes. And he wasn't a finalist. This is insanity. I, I don't get I'm happy Bryce Young won. Like, good for him. I love Bryce Young. I'm very happy to see he won. I thought they were going to try and fuck him out of it. But no, he did win it, so I'm happy about that. But come on, Will Anderson should have been a finalist. You know what, Kevin? I'm just going to nod my head and agree with you because I do not feel like you ranting on for another 15 minutes about this. <laughs> it's the same thing last year with Najee Harris. Oh, they gave it to Trevor should, Lawrence should, after a shit season I should have just kept as a career shut. achievement award, and Najee had a better year than him. Here we go. They just didn't want three Alabama players as finalists, and they didn't want two Alabama players as finalists in back-to-back years. It's ridiculous. It's a conspiracy. I apologize for the for those of you who are listening who aren't Alabama. Conspiracy! <laughs> All complaints should be and will be directed towards Kevin. At Belly of Kev on Twitter. There you go. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I should have tweeted Put out, I'll put out a tweet that says all complaints about this podcast should be directed solely at Kevin. Disclaimer, you must follow me to complain. Oh, fair enough. That's my one rule. Just um, getting massive Twitter beefs with people. Yeah, that's the plan pretty much. No, fair enough. That's what I do for fun. <laughs> it's my hobby, Kiernan. Let me with my life. I think I tweeted before you know i've got into a twitter fight lately and then my next tweet was me calling someone an idiot perfect for something they said so it's just it's fun i enjoy it kiernan doesn't use twitter really no i don't i'm not much of a tweeting guy i don't use any social media i have all the social media i just don't use it that's fair. I mean, I just love it. I don't know why. I have a weird problem with Twitter. And now I get paid to be on social media all day. So it's a win-win. It's a win-win. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Got it. Uh, Karen, you want to get into some game picks? Oh, yeah. Can't wait. We're also flying through this episode, so I'm hoping the game picks take a while. Uh, so what should we go with first? The shitty bowl games that don't matter or the FCS playoffs? Uh, shitty bowl games that don't matter. Okay. Uh, the Boca Raton Bowl. Or Raton. I, I don't care. Western Kentucky versus App State. Western Kentucky's eight and five, nine and four overall. App State is ten and three, eight and eight and five, nine and four against the spread. App State is ten and three, eight and five against the spread. It is at Florida Atlantic University Stadium at eleven. App State's a minus three. Over under is sixty seven and a half. We are just going to continue with only picking winners and losers for the rest of the year, at least. Yeah, because this is because it, it's just going to get ridiculous at this point. So, uh, Kieran, who, who do you have in the Boca Raton Bowl? Uh, I have App State. I like I like seeing App State winning. Uh, I feel like the minus three is a slap in the face to them. Kind of. I think they've had a decent season where they can score enough points to to pretty handily beat Western Kentucky. That's fair. I mean, I, I also have App State. They've had a really good year. They beat a ranked team for the first time 
uh, since they beat Michigan in that massive game. So I think As State's had a phenomenal year for them. I don't think they expected to compete for a national championship or anything. So 10 and 3 is a really good year. It with the college role playoffs up that and the national championship game, that's kind of been diminished. But 10 and 3 is a really good year, and I'm happy for them. I wish they got into a better bowl game. Agreed. Kind of been shafted. True. Uh, next up, we have the New Orleans Bowl, which is Louisiana Lafayette versus Marshall. Uh, the Raging Cages are 12-1, and 6-5 against the spread. Marshall is 7-5, 6-6 against the spread. It's at the Caesar Superdome. I completely forgot that that was the new name of the Superdome, Superdome in New Orleans. At 9-15, which is late, which I don't like. Uh, it, yeah, that's ridiculous. For an East Coast game, it makes their central, I guess, technically game. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette is a minus five with a 55 and a half over under. I'm going to go with Louisiana Lafayette. I think they're going to have the fan control and I just think they're a better team, frankly. hundred uh, percent agree. There's no, uh, I mean, seven and five is a very respectable record. Uh, but, uh, Louisiana, Louisiana Lafayette is just, you know, hands down a better team. I mean, one loss all year. Yeah. Give me, give me Louisiana. The only reason Marshall might win is if the Raging Cajuns just fall apart without Billy Napier. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That would be the only thing. And it would be a horrible blowout. It'd be like 37 to 3. Like, that's that's how bad it would have to be in order for Louisiana to lose. Yeah, I think it'd be funny, though, to watch them win by even more than they regularly would in Florida. Fans like, (laughs) why did we hire Billy Napier? He was holding this team back. What are we going to (laughs) do? That would be funny. Uh, next up, the Independence Bowl, UAB versus BYU. Uh, UAB is eight and four, nine and three against the spread. BYU is ten and two, five and seven against the spread. It's at Independence Stadium in Shreveport, Louisiana. Kickoffs at three thirty. BYU is a minus seven with an over under of fifty four and a half. Kieran, who do you have? So BYU has had a very solid year. Uh, they stayed right around, I think, what were they ranked? 12 pretty much all year, you know, 11 up and down every week, one spot-ish. Uh, there'd be no reason to bet against BYU. So give me UAB in the upset. <laughs> Let's go. Kieran, do you <laughs> want to hear something? Yeah, sure. Go on. I wrote down my picks before we started recording. Okay. I have UAB. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Steve Young University ain't got nothing on the Blazers. Blazers don't have to travel that far. They got to go to from Birmingham to Shreveport. BYU's got to go from Utah to Shreveport. A little bit further. Yeah, the, the, a little bit. A little bit. And after blowing out BYU, the BYU Cougars aren't going to be the only – Cougars Blazers are going to destroy that night, if you oh. know what I mean. All right, on to the FCF, FCS playoffs, the games that actually matter, which is weird talking about FCS saying they actually matter. I'm joking. Love FCS schools. Sometimes, matchup of the powerhouses, by the way. It's a quarterfinals. One of the games was played the other day, but James Madison versus North Dakota State. North Dakota State went on that great run when they had Carson Wentz and uh, the not Trey Lance. Whoever came after Carson Wentz and right before him. Uh, JMU's won more recently, though. 
a record 12 and one. I could not find spreads for prior games. So I don't have against the spread records for these teams, but James Madison is 12 and one. Same as North Dakota state. This game is at fr- is on Friday kickoff at nine 15 in the Fargo dome. Uh, North Dakota state is a minus five and a half with an over under 47.5. I'm going, I'm going to go North Dakota state on this one. I, I thought about changing, but you know, you can't beat the experience. And I think North Dakota state is going to rebound from there. Not down, but not winning And James Madison being the new, the new kid on the block. Cannon, who do you have? <coughs> Excuse me. I think I have North Dakota. Uh, you know what? I'll go JMU just for a bit of fun, a bit of upset. It's, I mean, it's two versus three. Could go either way. Um, JMU took two of the past few matchups they've had. You know, going back to 2016 and 17. Uh, I might have those dates confused, but I... I think it's one of those things where they're so closely matched and it's become a, a substantial rivalry in the playoffs that I'll take JMU. Yeah. The other Dakota State school, South Dakota State, the Jackrabbits, taking on Montana State. Jackrabbits are 11-3 versus the 11-2 Montana State. Kickoff is at 2 o'clock on Saturday at Bobcat Stadium in Montana. South Dakota State, minus 5.5 on the road, 47.5 point over under. Kiernan, who do you have? Uh, This game is a little bit difficult to pick, purely because we haven't really watched any of them uh, this season. But I'm going to go, if I'm going against North Dakota in the other game, I think I'll go with South Dakota State in this game. Air. I'm I'm gonna disagree with you again. I'm gonna go with Montana State. I know South Dakota State is the favorite. I think, unless I got that wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Gonna double check. Let's if this one slowed. Yeah, South Dakota State minus five and a half. Okay, I want to double check. Uh, so I, it's the playoffs. Anything happen, and you're the home team. I I think Montana State can pull off the upset. Let's also just make sure that I'm not an idiot and they do play at Bobcats because they are the Bobcats and they're playing the Jackrabbits. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, RingCentral makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at RingCentral.com. RingCentral, simpler communications. But also, things don't make sense. I wouldn't be surprised if Sandy or the South Dakota State Jackrabbits played at Bobcat Stadium. I am right. It is in Montana. Thank God. That would be the dumbest thing ever, and I'd be a big old idiot for not checking. Uh, Moving on to the final game, 
the game everyone cares about because they just signed the goddamn number one player in the country. Jackson State taking on South Carolina State. Jackson State off of their SWAC championship are 11 and 1. South Carolina State, how the hell did you get into the playoffs? You're 6 and 5. What's going <laughs> on? Yes. Make it make sense. It's at Mercedes Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Kickoff is at noon. Jackson State is a minus nine and a half favorite, or that's redundant. Uh, over under 42 and a half. Give me prime time all day, every day. Man knows how to play in big games. He knows how to coach in big games. I'm taking prime time the rest of the way. Absolutely. Absolutely taking Jackson State. There's no reason to bet against them. Uh, Unlike my comment earlier, I am not going to bet against the uh, favorites. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Jackson State. And for those of you who haven't watched uh, Jackson State play all year, they are on ABC. So you should have it. And I suggest watching it. If it's if it's anything, if it, prime time is going to show up, it's going to be right at, at right at noon. Uh, I'm so excited! I'm going to be watching that game oh, for yeah. sure. Because really, the other options are the Boca Raton Raton Bowl. Yeah, no thanks. I'll take Jackson State. No, <laughs> no, well, going to watch Jacksonville State dominate South Carolina State up and down the field. Uh, but speaking of bowl games, Cannon. <clears throat> Are there any bowl games you're really excited for? Not the cultural playoff. We'll talk about those a bit more. Maybe next week, maybe the week after. Not sure when we're going to record over the next two weeks with the holidays. It's, there's... I hate how the, like, they don't put a decent bowl game early in the year. Although... The Frisco Bowl might be electric, even though San Diego State just got blown out in their conference champion by Utah State. San Diego State versus Meet Meep University might be pretty good. Oh, yeah. That's next Tuesday? Oh, I got to watch that. Yeah, that that's going to be electric. Some electric television. That, that's uh, actually just... a really good bowl game. I'm, I, now I'm looking yeah. at this, and I'm like, it's tw- it's 12-1 versus 11-2. Like, I, again, I know... Like you just said, they got uh, San Diego State blown out, but man, talk about a talk about a prime time matchup. <laughs> I I wish I didn't just start a new job so I could take a day off to go to the Fenway Bowl, even though it's Virginia versus SMU. I, I just want to watch football at Fenway. Yeah, I I I understand. Uh, oh, the Alamo Bowl, Oregon versus Oklahoma. That'll be a good one. That's on the 29th. Uh, I would love it also if Iowa State beats Clemson in the Cheez It Bowl and Dabo cries. <laughs> now we're getting to good bowl games, though. Michigan State versus Pitt, December 30th. In the Peach Bowl, the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. Central Michigan versus Boise. Big, big time. Big time. I uh, think it's $2 really million funny. NIL deals there. True. I think it's really funny also. If you scroll through this, I'm just on the NCAA's website right now to make sure I didn't miss any bowl games. And it lists the time and then the network it's on. Like Gator Bowl, 
Wake Forest versus Texas A&M, 11 a.m. ESPN. Sun Bowl, Washington State versus the U, 12 feet or noon, CBS. Arizona Bowl, Central Michigan versus Boise State, 2 p.m., Barstool Sports. <laughs> uh, and then, okay, are you excited for the Outback Bowl? Oh, I am just going to be thrilled. That was one of the ones that I can't wait to watch. If you can't hear the heavy amount of sarcasm in my voice. Fair. It's going to be so much fun. So excited for it. The uh, the Rose Bowl is, uh, I think, a little bit one-sided, in my opinion, Kevin. Would you agree? Ohio State versus Utah. I mean, I understand Utah's a good team, but it's, it's still Ohio State. I don't you know? think it's as one-sided. Utah State can get the run game going. It's their game. Interesting. You don't think they can – Ohio State's front four or whatever can shut it down? Did you watch them play Michigan? Valid point. I apologize. It's not that I don't think they can shut it down. That's why I said it thing at the run game going. Because Ohio State and their defense coordinator have shown an inability to adjust. All right. That's very fair. That's a good point. I'd say... Oh, go on. I also miss... I don't like how they... They don't have the stupid sponsors attached to some of these bowl games like i think oh, it's really? the playstation fiesta bowl oh really you don't want to see tony the tiger sun bowl oh, no i do i that's the greatest bowl logo in history oh it absolutely is straight I mean, fire I mean, washington it's... state versus miami oh yeah top shelf oh that's washington state no longer with an anti-vax coach i mean what's even the point <laughs> an anti-vax state versus a unvac or a vaccinated coach <laughs> is mario cristobal coaching in that game oh that's a good point i have no idea he i haven't heard anything otherwise so i guess he would be, I, I don't really know how that works sometimes uh what's the in the sun bowl let's look you can tell we really did our research before talking about this. Yes. He is coaching? No, I, I was saying oh. we have no research. No, <laughs> he's, he's not coaching. Oh, okay. Uh, that makes sense. I mean, yeah. I, because why would, the, why would you? Like, you're gone, so why would you coach? Their interim is staying to coach. No, I understand that. I meant, like, like Mario Cristobal. No, I meant, is he coaching for Miami? Oh, no, surely he wouldn't. Yeah, there. I was just curious. I would love to see it, but there's nothing good can come out of it. Like, if he blows them out, great. If he gets destroyed, that'd be terrible for him. That'd be yeah. amazing for me. I would love every minute of it. Jared in the corner booth every day would get a text. Hey, I'll with your coach next year. Yeah. Enjoy suffering and sadness. Enjoy suffering. Can't even beat Washington State, bud. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Uh, I was lo I'm was i looking through the, the bowl games, uh, scrolling up and down, and I, I you were mentioning the Gator Bowl, the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl this year. That is a low-key good matchup. Uh, Wake Forest versus 
Texas A&M. Like, I think that could be a really fun, uh, fun game this year. I mean, uh, uh, I know Wake Forest just lost in the uh, ACC championship, but um, they're they're a good team. They're a solid team, and Texas A&M is. I mean, they're you know it's SEC, so they're fair. They're, they're going to beat that... most opponents, but I and they beat Alabama this year, so like I think this could be a fun game. True. I, I actually agree. I think that will be a fun game. Uh, I'm also excited for the Gasparilla Bowl. Uh, Florida versus UCF in Tampa. Oh, yeah. That's going to be great. Oh, Jesus. Also, speaking of Pitt versus Wake Forest, Kiernan, how, how do you feel about the NCAA banning the fake slide? Um, I I'm for it. I'm for it uh, because I think the minute a defender uh, sees somebody going to slide, I mean, they've been like defenses have been penalized so hard for even, you know, putting a hand on the dude. Uh, so I think, you know, it's only fair that if, uh, if you are, you know, look like you're going to slide, the defense is going to back off. But if you don't defense has every right to knock you the fuck out. <laughs> So I think, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad they did it. I think this is it, – it sucks because that was an electric play, and I hope in, like, 15 years, Kenny Pickett just goes out and says, yeah, actually, I tripped. It was trying to regain my balance. I was not yeah. trying to slide. Because that would, first off, I feel like would fit his personality very well. And also, I think it would be hysterical. But this is the one move that a football organization has made in the name of player safety and protecting the quarterback that isn't just screwing over the defense. Right. Right, because I, you know, it's it, it's it's been rampant all year where, you know, you, you'd see a guy, you know, just to make sure he's down, put a hand on him, and it's like 15 yards for a defenseless player or something like that, and you're just like, surely not, you know, like he, so uh, you know, I'm glad the fake slide was was banned. Yeah, now I the mean, NFL it, just needs to get rid of the quarterback fakes going out of bounds and scampers down the sideline for another 15 yards. Yeah, there you go. But bring, oh, also bring back taunting. That's, that's just a universal statement. (laughs) Yes. Bring back taunting. If Tennessee players can flip off the fans in Bryant Denny stadium, then I think some guys making millions of dollars can fucking deal with a little taunting. Agreed. Um, but this is going to be a pretty short show unless we talk about some more transfer news for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, Spencer Rattler committed. Ah, yes. He committed to, in a very shocking move, South Carolina. Uh, he loves Shane Beamer. He was at Oklahoma uh, Spencer's freshman year. So they have a relationship already. That's kind of what a lot of people are going for. I actually have a conspiracy theory about the real reason he went to US, or South Carolina. Oh, go on. Where did the coach who benched him go to coach? USC. A big thing amongst South Carolina alumnus and faculty and players is we're the real USC. We were a school first. You guys co-opted that name and then tried to make it yours. We're the real USC. So I think he wants to go there to say he goes to the real USC. And I hope he drops that in a press conference. 
do, do you think he really is that petty? Yes, a hundred percent. That's a stupid question. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he definitely is. Have you seen some of the videos of him talking to teammates? Uh, I haven't actually. Back in high school, he was yelling at a wide receiver on his team during practice. Like, yeah, you suck. Like, the reason we're not winning is because I can't throw you the ball because you're so bad. Our coach has told me this. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tret Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. That's scummy. That's so scummy. Yeah, it, it's not a great look for Spencer Rattler. So yes, I 100% think he would do this to say he goes to the real USC, unlike some people. Right. I, I you know, that's... And here's the thing, like going to USC is such a, like, even if it is just a petty move to say, oh, I go to the real USC, what a fall from grace too. like, I understand that at the beginning of the season, they went, you know, they they won all their games, but like you've pointed out several times before, they only won them by what, three points, a field goal here, a touchdown there. So like not by a lot. And then you go to a six and six uh South Carolina school who was three and five in conference. Like uh, like that's such a fall from grace. Like here's the here's the thing. Kevin, please name me all of the star or key players that currently go to University of South Carolina. Uh don't you ever dare talk shit about Zeb Norland again. I apologize, Kevin. <laughs> Man's electric. Is he also... Well, I just want to look something up real quick. Yeah, he's the... Zeb Norland is my favorite player in college football, not on the University of Alabama's team. Because he I went... Tanner Mordecai was. No, I like Zeb Norland more. He played for Iowa State from 2016 to 2018. Played for North Dakota State 2019 to 2021. Then was a graduate student and was a graduate assistant for the University of South Carolina. All their quarterbacks got injured, so he had to play. <laughs> and it, it was great. I mean, also, he didn't have a bad year. 58.2 completion percentage, not great. 512 yards, six touchdowns to one interception. Yeah, that's you know, fair, for, fair play to him. Fair play to him. For a guy, and now four of those touchdowns and 121 of those yards came in the season opener against Eastern Illinois. But, like, for a guy who didn't expect to play, was going to be an assistant coach on the team, to be thrust into that position and produce reasonably well, I love Zeb Norland. All right. All right. You know, fair enough. I, I stand corrected. Um but I was really trying to get my, the the essence of my question was in terms of wide receivers and running backs and other players like Spencer Rattler went there because there's nobody to steal, you know, his limelight sort of thing. And, and, and that sounds like I'm, you know, downplaying 
uh, the players on the on the South Carolina on South Carolina, but like uh, you know, a, a three and five record in conference, a six and six uh, record overall. I mean, it's not it's not great, guys. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, you got a whole game. Congratulations, but I, I like it's one of those things where Spencer Rattler is good enough for USC, but really he's doing that because he can like kind of throw his weight around, sort of thing. I I like what South Carolina is doing though. I think this year was very good for them. It was a good first step under their coach uh, Beamer. But I I agree. I think if he did this in a year or two, then maybe it might look like a good move. And I know that's not how college football works out. But I, I do think this is too early. I think I think this could hurt his draft stock more than if he just entered the draft this year. I think if he had entered the draft this year, he might have been a third or a fourth round pick. Just based on physical talent alone for a team yeah, that a has... a very solid backup. Or even for a team that has their starter, but they're aging. They're getting older or they're not committed to them long term. A guy you've got to have in your program for a couple years, build him up, see what he can do. But, oh, man, if he sucks at USC and doesn't individually do well or has yeah. more tantrums and sidelines, he, he might he's, be a sixth or a seventh rounder. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's got he's – got, if he wants to do anything with the draft, he has to be outstanding next year. And I mean outstanding. Like, you know, zero mistakes. You know, almost I, – I would say no interceptions, but, like, that's everyone's goal. But no mistakes at all, and you have to you have to if you get a really good draft, or if he gets you know picked high in the draft next or two years or whatever from now, that will be the sign of success. Yes, and also I understand the why South Carolina brought him on. He is a talented player. Yeah, and they I don't know if they would get a better player recruiting. So it makes sense from South Carolina's perspective. Does not really make sense from Spencer Rattler's perspective. Right, and I again, I'm I'm not. That might have come off. My earlier comments might have come off as, oh, Spencer Rattler sucks. Like this, that, and the other thing. I, no, he's a good player. Like I I can tell that, you know. But I, but he's a, a bit of a baby. He throws tantrums. He's a me 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 sort of person, which is just a bad attitude for a team. So unless he can kick that habit at USC, I mean. It's not going to be his draft stock is not going to be great. Yeah, no. Um, plot twist: he decommits and goes to Jackson State and gets some of that Barcelona. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Funny thing is, he would start. He wouldn't they, start. He yeah, wouldn't they, start. they have yeah, the FCS freshman of the year at quarterback or yeah. like quarterback of the year or something. Yeah, he would not start at Jackson State, no. and I think that's hysterical. Speaking, though, of transfers and sixth-slash-seventh-round picks, Bo Nix is transferring from Auburn. Auburn likes to say it's the Auburn family, so that's two families Bo Nix has abandoned. (laughs) I have seen that joke all over Twitter, so I'm going to say it here. I don't know where the hell he's going to go. Hmm. Oklahoma? Why would you? You have a... You Caleb Williams or Wilson. Uh, people aren't sold is. that he's staying. They still think he might transfer. Oh, right. Yeah, he might go with. If he uh, announces he's transferring, maybe Oklahoma. Texas enough. needs anything they can get. 
Yeah, that's a good point. Texas Texas might be a good fit. Or maybe he just goes to UCF, reunites with the Gus Bus. <laughs> uh, but also, Auburn, it was a devastating day for Auburn the other day. Bo Nix announced he's transferring, which isn't that devastating. But their starting running back, Tank Bigsby, also announced his intentions to transfer. Luckily for the Tigers, they convinced him to stay. I don't know how they did that, what they could have sold him on. Unless it was, hey, you don't have to deal with Bo Nix anymore. Maybe you'll have a better time here. And he's like, you know what? Good point. I'll stay. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But that's really it for big transfer news right now. There are so many guys in the portal still. Uh, Keen Slovis out of USC is in the portal right now, which I think further should push the fact that Caleb Williams might just go to USC. Um, Dylan Gabriel at UCF. There's so many guys in the portal. Zach Caldana Calzana from Texas A&M. Don't know why he's transferring. He beat Alabama, and that's really all he did this year. Don't know who's going to take him. But, But that's, I think that wraps it up for tonight. Uh, a little shorter, not much. Kaden, do you have any other thoughts? Lasting words of wisdom? Um, no lasting words of wisdom. Just excited for some bowl, bowl action. And I'm excited for the CFP as well, because I want to see Cincinnati upset Alabama. So if we don't record in the next two weeks, uh, I just want to get that on record so that I can say I said it and I don't have to worry. Because here's the thing. If we get to the... You know, if we get to that game and, you know, Alabama blows out uh, Cincinnati, I can just say, yeah, well, they're group of five. So so it's really a win-win for me. I say it. I state it. I can get myself on the record of saying that they did. And if they don't, eh, who cares? Uh, RG3 said, who at the CFP hates Cincinnati putting up against Alabama? He would have said that regardless of who their match yeah, was. Yeah, that was a, that was a Who dumb. at the committee hates them? They're playing Georgia with the best defense all year. Who at the yeah. committee hates them? They're playing Michigan, who have a great ground game and an NFL head coach. Like, yeah, that, you that can say a, that regardless of who they're playing. Yeah, if you wanted to put them at five, then you could say, oh, who does, this, you know, who in the CFP hates Cincinnati? Like, that would make more that comment would make more sense. But if you're in the playoffs, you you do not get to make comments like that. And what does RG3 care? Like, he's an NFL analyst. Uh, I don't know. They have him do college stuff now because he's a Heisman winner, I guess. Oh, please. I'm, Heisman, Heisman, year, uh, Heisman winner from a, a decade ago. Not the actually. first player Bryce Young remembers seeing win the Heisman. Which, even though I'm only like Yo, that's six years older than him, makes me feel old. Yeah, that makes me feel really old. God, so, Kevin, uh, Kevin, what are we doing with our lives? Just sitting here talking about college football. We could be out playing. Oh, yeah, we're white. That's not why I can't play. <laughs> yeah, you have one too many concussions. Concussions, I'm 5'7". I am ridiculously out of shape. <laughs> you're, you're, you're what they refer to as a strong safety. <laughs> It's that low center of gravity that gets you through. Yeah, it'd be a good strong safety, except every player on the field, including the offensive lineman, could outrun me. <laughs> That'd be a problem. Uh, all right, well, yeah, like I said, we might record next week. We might not, depending with Christmas. 
If we don't record next week, we're definitely recording the week after. If we do record next week, we might not record the week after. We'll see. Um, how, we'll see you play it by ear. Yeah, we'll play it by ear. Depending, it that's a nice part about bowl season. If we miss a week, sometimes it's okay if we can schedule it right. But uh, that's it from us here at Tailgate in the Quad. Be sure to check out the corner booth pregame tomorrow at six thirty or today at six thirty because it's probably going to go out at like six a.m. tomorrow. Uh, check out. If you want to win some money on bowl games, check out the Blackout on Twitter. I'm pretty sure we've retweeted their stuff before. I'll just do it right now. The Black at the Blackout Pod. They're doing a bowl pick'em game, uh, over $500 in cash and prizes. So check that out over on Twitter. And this episode is brought to you by Yeats. Head over to yeatsofficial.com. Buy some great shades. They've released some new designs in the last couple of weeks. Use promo code TAILGATE for 10% off of your order. I made a detour out of the game it. when I was that's hustling crack. Right made now. a couple of dollars, made a little bit of change, never looked back. You can find me at the shooting range practicing busting gaps. Want a vocal booth in this disnudio, busting raps. With some gold on my body, off my body, off colors, Rossi, I'm floppy. I treat my luxury scraper like a Bugatti, Lottie, Dottie. She like to party off Molly, but Cardi let her get naughty. A hottie up in the lobby, she style. She said, 40 water. Well, you about to be, I said, follow me, follow me, follow me, bitch, room 223. You got to pay me, you pay me no attention. That's how I be when you're born and raised in the V, or the Cali Silicon Valley. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread Packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.